Hello, this is Once Upon an Imagination. This is a podcast where I will write one sentence, then I'll have to make an entire story off of that one sentence. This week's sentence is, it was the middle of the night and she awoke to a sound that was bump, bump, bump. So, let's start this week's story. It was the middle of the night, and she was awoken to a... She wasn't sure what it was, so she just went downstairs, and she kept hearing all those bumps. It seemed to be in a continuous pattern, like footsteps. And her parents, well, one of them... One to, had to do something late that night, and the other one was on a business trip. So, she went downstairs to see what it was about. And, well, she saw two dark figures. She said to them, Who are you? What are you doing here? She said, I have questions. And then the two of them, the two figures said we can't tell you that and she said well you have to because you're in my house so then the two figures said whoa and they stepped into the light she was carrying a flashlight so they stepped into the light ray into the light's rays and she looked at them with a stunned face and said, You're, 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 ah! Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. So, she said, Yes, yes, yes we are. Y- yes, we're ducks. I know, I know it's weird. We're, we're ducks. Yeah. She said, Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. I have little ducks right here just talking to me. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. And so, the two said, you already know us, though. She was like, oh, right, I knew I recognized your voice. What's your names again? I think it's Dave and Larry, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, Dave and Larry, yep. It's us, definitely, Mm mm-hmm. So, the only way that you're actually going to get this part is if we go backwards in time a little bit that you can actually understand what's happening. So, let's, let's, let's um, go backwards in time. About, hmm, I want to say a week. So, the girl, her name, that is Lillian. She is an only child, and she is 12 years old. Her parents, one of them, her dad, is usually on business trips. And then her mom, well, she doesn't know, Julianne doesn't know what she does, but she doesn't need to know. That's what her mom always tells her. So, 
She stopped asking after. She stopped asking after a while. And so. So she just every day she walked home by herself. So at the, on Monday, she it, w it was the end of a hard school day, and she <clears throat> she was walking home ready to do her homework, and she was reading while she was walking home. The book was called When Ducks Fly. It was a very interesting book. Lillian. She, Lillian had thought to herself, this is quite an interesting book title. So she decided to check it out at the library. She wanted to see what it was about. So she did. She'd only checked it out on Thursday. And she was, there were um, 15 chapters. She was already on chapter 5. And they would... Oh, I'm sorry, there aren't only 15 chapters. That was only the half of the book was 15 chapters. The rest of it, the entire book was 30 chapters. She was on chapter 5 and about to go on to, into chapter 6. So she was nearly done with it. So she was quite far into the book. And so she, decided, so she wanted to start reading it as she was walking home. So... She was. She thought it was a very interesting storyline from what she had read so far, and it's a very interesting little book. So she kept her eyes down, and was reading as she was walking. Then, then she ran into two people. At least what she thought were people. They were wearing a black masks and a black hoodie, and they were just wearing all black. She said, "Oh my, I'm very sorry." Oh my gosh. And so she closed her book and ran as fast as she could because they looked creepy. It makes sense, I think. The two just followed her. Not out of creepiness or anything. I know it sounds very creepy, but it's not why they were following her. It was because they needed it to speak with her. It's very important. She could not, could not say no. It's an absolute have to. So they had to follow her to get her to come with them. They had said, "If you don't come with us, your life and your family will be in grave danger." She was like, "Oh, okay, then I'll come with you." So. She followed them. I don't know if I would do the same, but she did, so, I mean, oh well. So she had followed them. And they went into a great dark cave. She was highly confused, like, what was going on? Why were they leading? Why was she being led into this cave? And they said it was all fine and normal. She didn't have to think anything of it. And then she saw the torch. She asked, okay, I know you guys have electricity. I see a light switch over there and a, um, and a light bulb up there. So why do you guys have a torch? And it's obviously lit. It obviously has real fire. So it's obviously for light. So why do you guys have it? The two looked at each other. And they were just like, oh, it's nothing. 
And then she was like, okay, I know what's going on. And then she pulled the torch, and the ground fell out from under her. And then she fell to the floor, and then she saw a bunch of ducks, just, just, just normal ducks, walking around. And she was like, okay, what's going on? Who are you two? I need to know this information. So, I told her, yeah, we're in a colony of talking ducks. Some of them are talking, okay? It was a failed science experiment, and we all escaped. So, I mean, just, can you just not tell anyone about us? She was like, yeah, sure. Can I go home now? Yeah, no. Okay. Lillian asked them. What, who are you two? What are your names? I need to know this information. Why, are you, are you going to tell people about us? No. Oh, gosh. Because if you do, we will know. And we will have to find you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're going to have to <laughs> kidnap me and all this. No, no, no. We're just going to turn you into a duck. Oh, wait, what? I don't want to be a duck, though, so don't tell anyone, then. <clears throat> okay, okay. I won't. I promise. So, what? what's your names? Well, my name is Dave, and my name is Larry. Hi, Dave. Hi, Larry. Yes, yes, yes. Good, now we're all introduced. So, come on, Larry. No, no, come on, she seems nice. We can tell her a little more. Yeah, no, no we can't. Um, you know how it goes, little Larry? Oh, come on, she deserves to know what's happening. Yes, yes, I know that, but she can't. Kids lie. Kids don't do that. So, and then... I don't think this one will. I don't think. I don't think she will. She seems nice enough. Let's just tell her what's going on. No. Yes. No. Yes. I just went back and forth for a few minutes, and gave Lillian enough time to look around and to find the ladder that led up. So she quietly snuck up there and ran for the opening. The two of them knew that she was leaving, but they didn't mind. They knew that they could easily catch her. So, and then, well, fast forward about two days, she, Lillian was still a little wary about everything. So, she kind of just set up a defense type system. So, and then they came back, they knocked on her door, and they said, hi, we, we have some explaining to do. So they had her come back. She was just counting how many minutes it was taking for, um, for them to get back there. <clears throat> so that she would know how long it would take her to get back, which would then give her, which would then tell her what time she would be home. One, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, 
15, 16. Took them 16 minutes to get there. By then, her parents wouldn't be home at that time. It would, it would have only been about four or so. Around four is when they got there. She knew that they would that she would be there for a while, so she suspected she would get home around four thirty, maybe almost five. She was fine with it because her parents usually got home just around dinner time, which was six or so. She knew that she would be okay and that she wouldn't be accused of sneaking out and trying to leave and all that. So she knew that everything would be fine. She knew everything would be good. She knew that, that they would have to keep her in there. They would have to keep her alive and well. They knew that, so they did. If she said that she was hungry, then they would feed her. They knew exactly how to take care of a child, apparently. So she knew that she was in, so she knew that she would be good. She was completely fine with it at that point. She knew that everything would be fine. But she was just slightly wrong. Yes, she was completely fine. And everything was good. She was kept fed. And she knew that everything was good. She knew that it was all going to be fine. So she just listened to them, explaining everything making sure that she knew that everything's going to be fine. They weren't going to hurt her, and they weren't going to hold her against their against her will. She just had to agree to a few small things, that she wouldn't tell anyone about the colony, and that she wouldn't try to escape ever again if they kept her in here. She saw that it was already almost 4.30 and she said, yeah, I should probably get going. I my parents sometimes come home at five and it takes about 16 minutes to, to walk here and back. So I, I should probably get going. It's already um, 4.15, I might be getting home a little late and my parents like to see me doing a homework by 4.30. So can I go? <coughs> they said, yeah, with that attitude, no. You're going to have to stay until 5 now. We were going to let you go at 4.30. Not even, but not any earlier than that. No, well, <laughs> you're staying until 5. No, not negotiable. <coughs> she sat up and yelled, what? I have to go home. My parents are going to be worried. And then if they figure out that you guys took me here, and even with my will, then they're going to get me gonna be mad at you and me. So yeah, I need to go. <clears throat> Dave and Larry looked at each other for a few moments and Lillian was already climbing up the ladder as fast as she could and darting out the door. She was running home and she knew that that would only get her a minute or two short. 
so it would take her 15, 14 to 15 minutes to get home. She was completely fine with this. She knew that as long as she got home early enough and she didn't have a scratch on her, her parents would be fine and she would be fine and she would just have to stay away from the, from the duck people. Well, she just knew that, she knew that it would be hard to try to escape them. So she just tried and all she just tried to use all of her power to get through them. And she ran all the way home. It took her what felt like hours because of all the thoughts racing through her head. How was she supposed to solve this? How was she going to get through this? Well, she knew that it was going to get late, so she would think on it tomorrow. Fast forward to the next day, she still didn't know what to do. She had to figure it out before they came back for her. So she decided to talk up with her parents about letting her friend come over every night until one of her parents came home. Her friend would walk home with her and she and they would walk back and then when she would stay with them, they would do homework together, they would relax together. They just she would just stay there until her parents came home. And if her parents would be leaving shortly after they come home, then that friend would still stay there. So her parents agreed and then her friend's parents her friend was named Lucy. And so Lucy's parents and her and <laughs> and Lily Ann's parents both agreed. So they knew so Lily Ann knew that she would be fine. That the duck people wouldn't be able to come to her as she had hoped they wouldn't. So they wouldn't be able to come. They wouldn't be able to take her unless they tried to take Lucy with them. So they they came back on Thursday. This had taken this had happened over a span of four days. She was still worried out of her mind, and Lucy had been staying for, had been going with this system for about two, for about two days, yes, two days. So, I knew what they were going to do, and that day, they had just one page less of homework than they usually did. So they knew that it probably wouldn't take them longer than they would be able to do everything. And Lillian knew that she had to tell Lucy about the people so that if they did come, then she wouldn't be confused and worried and scared out of her mind. So, she explained to Lucy what was happening. This was hard on Lucy. She was very confused and for most of it she just stood there wide-eyed. And she... She just did. She kept stuttering. What? Well, I, 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 uh, what? She, and I just kept. Just, 
muttering and stuttering that. But then eventually she understood, mostly. And so the two were, they were able to. So that way meant that Lucy would be able to try and help her so that it wouldn't be that hard. So that they could stay and that it would just be easy for them. This would be way more challenging than they anticipated. They knew that it would probably be pretty challenging and everything, but they didn't know how challenging. On Friday, the two, the two duck people knocked on their door. <coughs> they looked through the shades, which they did not bother to look through. Dave and Larry did not look through to see if they knew, to see if anyone was home. And when they saw one of them turning towards the window, then they immediately shut them <coughs> and ran upstairs to Lillian's room. They kept whispering, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Oh my gosh, I don't know. They weren't sure how, how this was going to be okay, how it was going to work out. So, <coughs> Lillian asked if Lucy had a phone. Lucy said, yeah, but don't you? Lillian said, yes, but it's downstairs. I don't want to go back down there. Who knows what they might do? So, Lucy pulled out her phone and um, dialed Lillian's parents' phone number. So, she called and they said that someone... Um, that someone was outside their door, and they were pretty sure, and they knew that two, the two people outside wanted to kidnap them. So, Lillian's parents immediately drove down there and saw the two men wearing black outside. They came up to them and yelled, What are you doing here? And they snuck up behind them to turn around with you two. So then they did. And then the parents, and then the, the two parents <coughs> looked at them and said, Why are you here? Get away from our daughter and her friend. So, so the two ran away, and her parents came into the house, and they st and the parents walk was were running towards the stairs, and the girls were running down them. <coughs> and Lillian's parents were just saying that they were so glad that they were all right, and nothing had happened. So then over the weekend, Lillian and Lucy had been talking about them and trying not to think about them, but they couldn't. <clears throat> so they just had to devise a way that if it happened again, because they knew that the dad wouldn't be able to help them because he would be in another um, state. And they knew that 
the mom will be over at a friend's house for a while at night. <clears throat> so they knew that it was going to be pretty hard to try and get help if they came again. <clears throat> so they talked to their friends and then they agreed that they would help them if it ever happened. So it was Monday again. And it was she Lillian had heard the bump the She knew what it was. And they had all acted all friendly. Leanne he knew it was them and had dialed 911. So, then before she answered them, she, um, she told the cops what was happening. She didn't explain the duck people part. So, then, so, the police came down eventually after <coughs> Leanne had been talking to Dave and Larry for a while just to buy time for the police to get there. And the police got there, and they came down and had to talk to Dave and Larry and told them to remove their masks. They said, oh, fine, fine. And then they uncovered their faces. It was a duck. They were ducks. <coughs> so they got brought to the prison. They were only going, they were just going to be interviewed and tell the cops everything that was happening. And then they explained to the cops that if they didn't talk to Lillianne, then her family, then her whole family, and, and most of her friends would be, their lives would be in danger. The police asked them what they meant by that. They said that they were trying to tell them that some people that they knew were planning to just come by and they were they would be old friends of them. And they would plan on talking to them and just saying hello. But it wouldn't work out that way. Oh no it wouldn't. They would take them to their house and have them live there for eternity. And by their lives would be in danger, it means that they wouldn't be able to pursue what they wanted to. So, they let the two go, and then they found the people who were going to be doing that, and took them away for a few years. Well, they were planning to take them away for a few years. They got them, but it wasn't a few years later, no. So then they, so then they all got acquainted with each other, and then Dave and Larry became wild ducks. They stayed away from the family just because of everything that has happened. So, I guess you can say that it's a happy ending. But just a few years later, Lillian and Lucy were still friends. They kept remembering the Dave and the Larry story, and they would laugh about it and remember all the things they had to do to try and protect themselves from from the two duck people. And so I just had a good laugh about it over the years. And they knew that everything was fine. At the time they didn't know everything would be fine, everything would be good. So they didn't understand what the two 
what? What two people, the two duck people, is actually trying to do? And then now they understood. They saw the whole interview. And then Dave and Larry told them about it that same year. So everything turned out fine. Everyone was happy. And then the duck colony, well, they, they, they got everyone out and made sure to take them to a zoo and all the ones that talked. Okay, they just, they just, they also took them to the zoo, but in a special part that no one would ever see them. People would still go in there and feed them and give them some things to entertain them, but no one in the public was allowed <coughs> to see them because they knew that it would freak them out and then it would be bad. So they spread them out to all different zoos so that not everyone would know about the like 50 talking ducks. So, everything turned out just great. The ducks had a good, good life. Everything was great. Everything was great. So that was what Lily kept telling herself. Although she couldn't shake the feeling that Dave and Larry wanted something other than to warn her about their lives being in danger, what she wanted to pursue. And Lillian had ended up opening her own bakery, and her favorite book was still When Ducks Fly. So that will be it for today's episode. When a bump goes bump in the night. Thank you for listening. And that will be all for Once Upon an Imagination.